Ignorant, we gon' bring that racket like it's Wimbledon. Discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JB be in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted. Words that had your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Uh, carry that torch, heat up the game. Ain't nobody got that flame. Different, different. Man, this intro different. Man, this intro ignorant. Hey, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? You know what day it is. You know what time it is. It's that time of the week again. Another rendition episode and more words that I can't think of of the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast show. I'm your host coming to you semi-live as usual from an undisclosed location. And yeah, that's all you need to know about that. It is a good week. It is a good week. The Cowboys, yeah, they did what they were supposed to do against Philly. I'm not, I'm not going to take it away from them. Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> Whatever. So let me introduce y'all. We have another skeleton crew because my friends suck and these are the best I could find. So let me introduce you to the man who is officially retired at 26 years old. He has done his thing. He has not died, surprisingly. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know. In case you didn't know, he has all the juice. And I mean that quite literally. He is obsessed with Sonny D. My man, Jeff Remotri Jr., what's good? Uh, what's good, guys? You know, Jeff had to come back on the show to shut Jamal up. So let's get it started. First of all, I don't know who the fuck you're talking to right there. You better take some bass out your voice when you're talking to me. Why? Because I'm again, big. y'all know I do the editing so I control everything. Yeah. So coming up next is the man who wishes he could be from Duval because he is irrelevant just like that county and just like the team that resides not in, the, in that county, but nowhere close to the city of Jacksonville. Someone explain that to me. Hey, y'all know who it is, Lance. What's up? Hey, man, what's going on, man? I need better intros, man. I like the Duval, though. I like the Duval. But Jeff had no slander against him. I got all slander. What? Jeff didn't have any slander. I said he had the juice. Quite literally. Oh. And that, that don't count. That's live. Do you not remember the picture I sent earlier this week? Oh, nah, you right now. Good one, Jamal. I ain't catch that. I ain't catch that. Well, how is that good, man? You don't remember the picture he sent earlier? I do. I was just waiting on you to say it. Anyways, let's get the show started, guys. Why? Why do you think you control it? Jeff, that's twice. Why do you think you control it? Well, I don't like this appropriate. Mute his mic. Mute his mic. Stop, stop, stop. All this appropriation you're doing for Justin, Justin Herbrito. First of all, the Hispanics belong in Texas. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I mean, you would have a valid point, except are we really going to talk about the Hispanic population in the city of L.A.? We, you, you really want to do that? Yeah, that's one city. Half of the cities in Southern California, California? are in Spanish. California in general. The word California is Spanish. Okay. And with Tejas is too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Tejas is Spanish, not the word Texas. Closer to the border. California. Both. 
actually yeah. Texas has a longer border, but they're they're both they both border the country. Whatever. The it, difference is the difference is they border Tijuana and we border the cartel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, they that, over there with Cabo. Yeah, that, that's really the difference. Everybody wants to go to Tijuana at least once. Does anyone want to cross that border in Brownsville? Oh, no. no. I don't know if anybody ever been down there. I ain't crossing. I, that is a dangerous city. That look, is I don't, one dangerous city. We don't want no smoke with Brownsville and Brownsville no, smoke with, if Brownsville no smoke with El Paso. Out, if Brownsville comes out and be like, no, nah, I want to be my own country outside of y'all, y'all got that. Like, I would tell Texas, like, hey, chill out. Like, let them have it. <laughs> it it'd be Brownsville and South Padre. Like, all right, that's y'all. That's y'all thing. We y'all got that. No smoke. We don't want no smoke with El Paso because not only is it the cartel, but they in the mountains and you will never be found again. Mm-hmm. Now I need you guys to shut your freaking mouth because my niece's father is from Brownsville. Actually, I think he's from he's from further southern than that. So we it really, doesn't get it doesn't Mexico. get southern than Brownsville. Brownsville is the southern point of Texas. That that is it. That's what they tell you. See, you ain't really from from there. You ain't really from there, so you don't know about it. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. Yeah, I've been there one time, and I I promise you, I'm not going back. What you go to Brownsville for? Uh, When we drove all the way to Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. Yeah, we just drove to Vegas. Why'd y'all get to go up? Well, because the only way to get to El Paso is go down, and then my dad wanted to take a scenic route. You do know you can just take 20 to El Paso, right? Like Yeah, but he wanted to go down. Yeah, he just wanted to go down for the scenic route. This go. man wanted to be an explorer. This man thought he was Christopher Columbus, because that ain't... No, it was, no. Like, it was like four days on the road. Four days. Te- Texas is too big for all that. Yeah. Texas is too big for all that. Too so. big. But y'all, last time Lance was on the show, I screwed with his mind and I screwed with his head. Jeff wasn't here for it, but he is also a member of a certain shimmy and fraternity, so I can piss him off with this certain fact too. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. You know there's no reason for the word K, for the letter K in English? Yeah, that doesn't matter to me. You know, I just felt, why? Because there's a reason for the letter K in Greek, and that's all that matters. Cap out facade, baby. Yo to the good news. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Hey, he, hey, he saved the day because I was screwed. <laughs> I was screwed. That's because Jeff just accepted it. He didn't try to fight it like you. When you accept it, life is so much easier. No, like the K in English is just like... I've really been trying. Like, I'm not going to lie. Ever since I've been on the podcast, I've been purposely trying to find words that need a K in it. Kick? You won't. You could easily uh, spell kick with a C. No, you can't. Can you spell kite with a K? With a, with a C? Yes. H. Yes. You can't. That's chite. Kite can easily. And if you spell it with a C, that's sight. So, yeah. No. There's sight. You can easily site is can be spelled with an S. Actually, site is spelled with an S. S I T E. Yes, and then there's a site that's spelled with a C. C I T E. Yes. So it can still be 
tight because you can definitely leave words up to interpretation because are read and read not the same thing? That's different, but they're the read and read are the same thing and they have the same definition. But sight and sight don't have the same definition. C and mm, C no, and C are the same thing. C, C. C as in with your eyes and C as the ocean. C spelled slightly different, sound exactly the same. Yeah, C is spelled S-E-E and C is spelled S-E-A. Now, it, see how there's always a difference in spelling? So, yeah. so Because those are the back letters, not the first letter. C and K both make the same sound. Kick can easily be C-I-C, C-I-C-E. It would look weird because we're used to having K, but it doesn't have to. What made you come up with this? Like, where did you... <laughs> <laughs> Look, now you're trying to think. Bro, it's been a month since I've been on here just trying to figure it out, bro. Look, I man, have not run into one word. Ladies and gentlemen, both of these both of these guys have known me for a number of years. Lance has known me for a little over a decade now. Jeff has known me for about half a decade now. And they still question the things that come to my head. And I don't know why, because that's not a good thing. I don't question it, and neither should they. I don't know how you found this. But you, you, they need that FBI TikTok, you know, like, oh, it starts with a K. FBI, <laughs> open up. That's what you need. They need to bust in on your dough. That's beside the point. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know what we're going to get into first. It's week three of the NFL, and we've had some great games. We've had some not so great games. But like the rest of the media, I guess we'll follow suit and talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. The Super Bowl they did what they were supposed to do. Dallas Cowboys. You need to get it right when you say it. Because, see, we shut – oh, Justin Herbert? Yeah, yeah. We got to him, didn't we? I mean, Jerry's money uh, got to Jay Herbo, but, you know. I'm very relaxed. I put that loss behind me because – Y'all did what y'all supposed to do against the Eagles. Yes, that's what she did. You beat a team yeah. that you were legitimately better than. You you startled a first-time starter. Or are we just only talking week three? Can you explain? Well, can, we, can we explain how Trevon Trevor Diggs is starting to become a perennial corner in this NFL? He's, he's at this route. If he keeps it up, he'll be an all-pro. Yes or no? If he keeps it up, yes. It is a young season. He's yeah. played three games. He's looked good. He makes rookie mistakes because he's a rookie. It'll happen. It'll come. He's a sophomore, but I'll let it slide. Does not matter. The Cowboys okay. are going to have defensive woes. And the, the best and worst thing about having a good number one corner, when you have a good number one, most often your number two is a huge step down. Well, I can't argue. Unless you're freaking Chargers or the freaking Cardinals. First of all, our number one corner is not good. We're don't ever, 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 ever call that man good. He is trash. He is god awful. Yeah, don't you guys have Keemon Hall like starting at nickel? <laughs> oh, shout out to you and shout out to Keemon. I know, I know his baby mama. Well, the starting nickel for the last two weeks has actually been Derwin since Chris Harris isn't playing. I saw but Kimon, hey, can do, I saw Kimon get some action in the slot. You may have saw you may have saw him get some action, but Derwin has basically been starting at the slot. But that's beside the point. 
The Chargers had a great win, if you want to talk about us. Pat Mahomes is not Superman. Oh, uh, the, I'm about to say, ah, ooh, he is. He, he's the closest <laughs> thing to it. Now, I would not deny he's the closest thing to it. But one thing, if we've not learned anything over the last four games of Pat Mahomes, he is not perfect. Nope. He can make mistakes. He does force things. He does be. He does try to play superhero ball a little too much, and sometimes it bites them in the ass, as it did on Sunday with four turnovers. But that's uncharacteristic. It's been three years, and he doesn't. He's never thrown four interceptions. In I mean, game. he only, he only threw two interceptions. The other two uh, turnovers were fumbles. And you're right. This is an anomaly, and it's not going to continue. But the way the AFC West is looking, every game matters. What y'all needed. It literally yeah. might have been what we needed. And while we're talking about uh, giving props, Jeff was so nice during the Cowboys and Chargers game to admit Justine Herberto is that guy. Okay. Now, just to clarify, Justin Herbert – not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. It's good. He's good. Everybody else? Where you? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mike Evans? He's stepping up. Williams. Mike Williams. Williams. Mike Williams is stepping up. And then that other guy who happens to be uh, Lumby is doing all right. He's still not an all-pro, but he's doing all right over there. He was robbed of an all-pro, but okay, you know. Yeah, was he robbed or did he not make the cut? We don't he was honestly. Be- he's better than Cole Beasley. And you look me in the eye and tell me Cole Beasley is a better receiver than Keenan Allen. You are lying to yourself, your mother, and the Holy Ghost. Keenan Allen didn't have as many yards as him. He are, lost some taking you, count. Are you serious? He didn't. Last year he didn't have as many yards as uh Keenan Allen had nine hundred and some and he got hurt. Well, sucks to suck. And guess how many uh, Cole Beasley had? Josh Allen. That's what. There you go. That's not the point here. The point is the Chargers had a great win against a very good team with a very suspect defense, which will come back to bite the Chiefs in the long run because if there's if there's a year for them to fall off, I think this is it. They They've discovered, damn, we can't just throw the ball to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and be successful. You know the uh, saddest part, Jamal? They run Tampa 2 and cover 4 all yep. game. Nothing else. And that will slow them down. It just – there's just a lot of things going wrong with the Chiefs on that side of the ball and a few things going wrong with them on the offset, offensive side of the ball, which is not a good mix. It's not – at this, has Clyde Edwards Elaire not been ran out of the city of, Can- of Kansas City yet? He had 100 yards last game, though. Yeah, he also had a fumble twice. Yeah. In two weeks. He had a good game because the Chargers couldn't block, couldn't stop the run defense worth a damn. But I told y'all that before the season started. I don't, I don't know where the surprise came from. I told everyone that. He had a great game on the ground. But when you have two, when you have a costly fumble and then Tyreek turned around and did the same thing, 
it's not a good look. Yeah, not a good look. I mean, we, he's still young. He's still developing. But at the same time, I'm not too worried because Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. He might not be Superman, but gosh dang it, he's the closest thing that I've ever seen. But and now, his team, he's still stacked. It's just they got to get little things like Carlos Hyde, Alaire, right? He fumbled the ball against the Ravens on like a one-yard run. Like things like that, that those are anomalies for the Chiefs at least. And to sit there and say, like, ah, we might be able to – I don't think y'all got the division at all. Like, no chance. But to be able to say the Chiefs, like, this game might have haunted them, I don't think it is. I think they move right past y'all and just go on. Well, you would, you may have a point, except you're forgetting one crucial thing about the division and this win. Where did we play the Chiefs this week? Y'all played them at oh y'all played them away in Arrowhead. No, I mean, now I don't know about you. Now let's now let's call it what it is. Tyreek is having his seasonal hiccup every season. Tyreek Hill has his seasonal time of just being randomly injured, and this time it's his hamstring, which is not too much to worry about. But you could clearly see throughout the game that his hamstring was stopping him from making the type of plays that we know it can make. So is this something to worry about? No. Is this what the Chiefs kind of normally do? Yeah, sort of kind of since the last Super Bowl run. So is it a wake-up call? Maybe. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs have Josh Gordon now. So now what? <sighs> please, please don't mention Josh Gordon on this show. I, You know, I saw something uh, just to touch on it real quick. Okay, okay. You know, Josh Gordon's agent is one of the greatest agents uh, and also in the same sentiment, the absolute worst agent on this planet. How can you get this man reinstated at this point like a million times and six. he still gets suspended a million times? That's because it's weed. It's weed. It's, it's DUIs no. too. No, at this point, I don't care what it is. Every, I, everyone deserves a second chance. I'm 100% on that, except for, you know, certain violent stances. That's a different thing. Josh Gordon does not want to play football. He has a problem, and his problem is bigger than football because this has happened too many times. It's happened too many like times. Six time being instated. If you... If you cannot control your addic- your addiction or your issue for the seven months that is the NFL season, of which, of which you're getting paid millions of dollars, and let, let's be real about this, we all know there are no surprise drug tests in the NFL. There is, hey, we might have a surprise drug test in 20 days on next, next, next Friday. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Do what you got to do. And we all know they get that, especially the star, especially the star players who Josh Gordon is a star everywhere he goes because he has that kind of talent. And you still find a way to screw up. 
after someone burns their hand on the stove for the third time, it's hard to have sympathy for him. It really is. He, he's on like his fourth, fifth. Here's the thing with Josh Gordon, and I want everybody to be cognizant of this. It's because it's for non-violent offenses. Everything, the league is more forgiving when it's non-violent, which is why they sat there and somebody who also got a pass, who the stove was hot on, was Antonio Brown. How many mishaps has Antonio Brown had? I could count three right off rip. And the thing is this, two of them, or at least one of them, was violent. They gave Kareem Hunt a second chance. The only thing that really gets cut is, guess what? Ain't no endorsements coming out of it. There's not going to be some Josh Gordon with Nike in it. There won't be. And I did, and I said before, I believe everyone deserves a second chance. Since Kareem Hunt had his issue, he shut the hell up and played football, correct? I mean, he had to. He was on film. He was on film with it. Come on now. Come on now. Now, Even though the film wasn't as bad as Ray Rice, it was still pretty hectic. But it was the fact he was out of the camera, ran back into the frame to kick old girl. Like, bro, you're dumb. You're dumb. He made a stupid mistake. He paid for it. He got a second chance. I'm cool with that. AB was completely self-inflicted because he was being a dumbass and he was being difficult. But AB didn't break any laws for the most part. He It was... He only had tickets. What was it? Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He... uh, they lowered it to tickets, but they were violent offenses, were they not? Allegedly, but he was never found guilty. He was never found them. guilty. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. But regardless, it's whenever it gets violent does the league sit there and it becomes a fault. Because look at Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory silently was having the same issues. He just wasn't. It just was under the. Randy the, got suspended twice, though. He didn't get suspended. Five trillion times. Randy Gregory also played for the Cowboys, and you have to have a criminal defense to work to play for them anyway. You got to sign your life away at the beginning. Like you, it's literally in your contract. Must be arrested for something (laughs) at some point in time. And as long and as long as you get arrested in the state of Texas, specifically in the Dallas area, Jerry got you covered. Yeah. Jerry walk into the prison. What's up, Steve? What's up, Carla? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Y'all already know what day it is. How many guys? Only two this week? Ah, so no, that's easy. That's light work today. <laughs> Here's your money. Keep up the good work, fellas. Because Zeke's was violent. See, Zeke. see, see what I'm saying? The league is actually, you know, as much as people like the rant and rave, the league is actually very forgiving. And when it's Zeke. violent crimes, that... Okay. That's where Ze- they were Zeke's wasn't violent. Zeke's was harassment because he pulled old girl's top down. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me tell you something. See, what you don't factor in, Jeff, is look at Lyle Collins, right? As a Cowboys friend, you see what happens. He's only suspended for five games. That's usually a first-time offense. Second-time offense, they usually do six to seven. Yeah. Third time offense, they're suspending you for a season. Then you have to apply to get reinstated. Josh Gordon applied to get reinstated and got suspended like a week later. Then they say for another year, new suspended. He comes right back, gets reinstated, 
while he's still on the Browns and get suspended halfway through the season. Then applies to get reinstated once again and gets approved and then goes to the Patriots. Randy Gregory and all of them, like those small petty crimes that you're thinking, the league is, it's multiple tries for a lot of people. You at least get two. But it, you don't get six. But you don't get six. Six. Don't six. What, what, how small a law can you break six times and not get thrown in jail? If we get caught stealing a Kit Kat from QT six times, we're going to serve at least a weekend. Like, at, at least, least, at least a week, we're going to spend the weekend in county. He has, I don't know what kind of lawyer he got, but he got that lawyer. His salary is just going straight to his, straight to his agent. So when you see Josh Gordon signs for 600000 an agent gets 90% of that. That's true. He don't deserve to get any. And he deserves every penny because I don't know how this keeps happening. I don't know how he keep doing it, too. And he just keep appealing for the same thing. And, and Goodell keeps letting them back in. I don't know why. Like, why are they trying to force? Because my thing is this, right? With substances, like, if you watch uh, Calvin Johnson, he, he had a little documentary talking about, like, how he smoked ev- after every single game. Mm-hmm. All right? For this nigga to really get caught, and you're you have, Josh freaking Gordon. You have to try, you have to not care, and you have to try to not get caught. My good gosh. You, you can't stop try. for one week. Yeah, that. And, and look, look at Josh Gordon. He's a receiver. He runs all the time. He's in good shape. He's got abs. He doesn't have any fat on him. Not, the THC is not going to stay in his system for very long. That's why I said you can't stop smoking for seven days. Well, you stop it for a week, take your drug test, wait a little bit, and you can go right back to it. And again, it, it's not random. They don't surprise you with it. They they let you know because they don't want you to get caught. Uh, this look, he's officially signed to the Chiefs. He'll probably be on the practice squad for two to three weeks, and we'll see how many games he gets through after that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he gets to play and finish out the year, but history has told me otherwise, <sighs> regardless. But we have a new topic to move on to. It is still football related, but it's something that I ran across over the last few days. And it, it piqued a little interest in me. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, you may not know, but the guys in front of me right now are both fo- former football players, former collegiate and former high school athletes. Would you let your son play football at an HBCU opposed to a Power Five school? Yeah. I think the question is, what coach and how do the facilities look? Because our kids are going to come up. Are you saying if this was to happen a day or in the future? Because the way, okay, the way HBCUs are trending, I can see in the future, and this is just me foreseeing. I foresee schools like North Carolina A&T, uh, potentially Jackson State, just because of the appeal of getting better players. Um, I see places like mm, Grambling being potential spots to send your son, and it's like he's at a D1 school, right? But at the same time, 
I think you'd be, you would be ill-advised not to sit there and send your school to LSU and or Alabama. LSU and Alabama have a great track record of not only producing NFL caliber players, but producing NFL caliber starters. So if you if your son's passion, and it, and it boils down to me, if your son's passion is strictly football, he's going for the gusto, we're worried about him getting uh, into round one, then okay, maybe send him to a power five. But if it's just strictly, hey, look, I'm going to play football, and you know, fo- playing football is a plus. I'm happy I'm here, and I really want to focus on the social aspects and everything else like that. I'll send him to HBCU. I think it's no. I think it's nothing wrong with either way. I just think it is all about what coach is there, because coaching. Lance, Lance rebuttal. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> I love HBCUs. Don't get it twisted. But if my son got an offer from Clemson to play quarterback. Ain't no way I'm sending my son to HBCU. <laughs> Ain't no god dang way on this god dang planet I will be sending my son to HBCU. But if my son, if play- my son got an offer from Kentucky in the SEC, oh, Kentucky, I would sit there and I would say Power Five school, Come on. Power Five conference. Sorry. See, and that's where you miss me because I'm I'm with Jeff. It does depend. But I'm going to say it depends on the level and it depends on the D1. Would I let my child, would I let my kid go to PV or Grambling above Texas, Florida, Bama? Hell no. Say, what the hell is wrong with you? Get it together. Their backups go to the league. Do you, you want to work in the office? You want to play football? That's what I thought. Shut up. But if they have a smaller D1 offer, would I let I would let my child go to Grambling or PV opposed to play football at Kansas? Opposed UNT? to playing. I'll slap the shit out of my child if they even Ooh. think UNT is an option. <laughs> I mean, UNT's technically an age. No, like I agree with y'all, but my thing is this: it depends for me. It's what conference. Like if my kid comes and says, Hey, I want to go to Ohio. I'm going to be like, mm. Ohio's not playing nobody. I mean, well, that's they, or Miami, Ohio. Either or. Ohio State? Ohio State is Ohio State. Miami, Ohio is in Florida, and Ohio is in Ohio. I know that. I was saying, you when you said Ohio, I asked you to clarify, and you said either or, and I was like, Ohio State? You said Miami. Either way. No, Ohio State is different. That is a Power Five conference. Anything in the Power Five conference, you you need to go. Maybe it might get questionable in the SEC with Vandy and schools like that. But yeah, yeah, I, think I, Van- I can't send my kid. I can't Vandy, send my kid to no HBCU. I think Vandy is the exception because Vandy is a literal world class education. Like they talk about every college is world. Every college ain't Vandy. Vandy right. is a borderline Ivy League. If you can go to Vandy, you take your ass to Vandy. But if we're talking, uh, Tennessee. Like, like you said, Ohio, Tennessee is it? Eh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who am I trying to call? No, Ole Miss is there. Uh, At this like, point, Texas A&M. 
It's sad to say, but Texas A&M is failing off. No, nah, even Texas A&M because of Johnny Manziel and Kyler. It, it's a, yeah. No. Missouri. Missouri. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. What is Texas A&M? It's a, what have you done for me lately? Texas A&M hasn't been. They won 13 hard. games last it's year. It's going to be hard to say because you remember Johnny Manziel like it was yesterday. But the reality is Johnny Manziel was all the way back in. I think he got drafted in 2015. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. No, they, they've had a good two years because yeah. Jimbo Fisher has been there. But yeah. between Johnny Menzel and Jimbo Fisher getting there, you're right. They've been on a slump for five, six years, something like that. They Jimbo Fisher Jimbo yeah. Fisher was turning it around, but this year they're, they're having some issues. All right. What I mean is a Missouri, a Missouri State, a Kansas State, like those type of schools. Why did I say Missouri State? I meant Kansas State. Texas A&M, nah, that's a good school. I would put, I would let him go to PV over Oregon State at the moment. Ooh, Oregon State plays big games, though. Every Power Five school plays big games. Kansas plays big games. They may have to be in a power, non-Power Five conference. Like, if you tell me I want to go to La Tech, I'm like, take your butt to the uh, HBCU. But that that's that's kind of the point of the conversation is power five is still power five. But for football purposes, there's tiers and there's levels to power five, especially when it comes to football. Kansas could care less about football. We all know they're a basketball school. North Carolina tries football and they're not bad. But we all know when it comes to fitting that bill for that school, it is basketball that pays the dues. Duke is the same way. Kentucky is the same way. Every blue blood, it is basketball that pays the way. So, but basketball. Other than those schools, then yeah, power five. But then you realize in basketball, it's a different. It's a different game because if you can hoop, you can hoop, and it does not matter. Dame Lillard went to Weaver State. Shoot, CJ McCollum uh, went to Steph Curry went to uh, Davidson because college basketball is a tournament and it's a single elimination tournament. I'm gonna pause this conversation because even then, and because you can say the thing with the same thing with the NFL, I think what we have to just like make a discrepancy on is let's look at the reality of hey, look, my kid may not be a starter or a potential Hall of Famer in the NFL. When you look, when we're talking about all of these types of calibers of players, we're talking about people who have extraordinary and exceptional talent that no matter what they did anyways, they were going to be where they're at. Now, minus Stephen Curry, because he is a little bit of a hard worker, but he still had Dale Curry sitting there teaching him the tricks and trades of the game. You get where I'm coming from? It's like that the people with that type of that amount of talent were going to succeed regardless. And let's, let's keep it real. He only went to Davidson because back in the day they were looking for blue chip players. If they had the type of metrics that they had today, I don't think that Stephen Curry would have went to Davidson. He wouldn't, and because because of his wife and because he's from that part, he's from Davidson, North Carolina. That's partially why. But basketball is just a different type of game because we all know. Look, there's some twelve year old out there somewhere giving grown men buckets. And they're trying their hardest, and they cannot stop him. That's just how basketball works. Basketball is an international sport. You're not, and I had to, and I had to explain this to uh, Lance the other day. You can be all conference, all American, and still be at 
nickel state for basketball. And and that be and that actually be your best offer. In basketball, you have to be internationally accepted as, hey, this guy is good. You dang near have to go to the Matter Days, the Montverde's. Like, it starts in high school. Matter of fact, it doesn't even start in high school. It starts in middle school. From middle school on up, these kids are breeded into the talent that they are today. If you yes. don't have it by age, there's no such thing as a late bloomer anymore. Uh, if you don't have it by age 15, 16, and you're not ranked, I'm sorry to say, but you may go to a smaller D1 and you can work your way up, but G League's the best you're going to do. And I say that being very respectful. But, but And you can say that, but it comes to the point of an All-American in the SWAC and an All-American in the SEC are two very, very different things, even though they still have that All-American logo. But if you are an All-American from Nickel State, if you're an All-American from Weber State, the odds of you making it to the NBA are a lot better opposed to the NFL because of one thing. There is the NCAA tournament, which I'm not going to say it's equal, but it gives a better chance for smaller schools to be seen opposed to football. When it comes to football, your power okay, five, guys, even guys are not based upon, like, it's not, it's not how it was back in the day. Before it was Hey, can this guy put be put in this system and fit in there? Is he a winner? In basketball, there's no like, there's there's not that you can't judge people by their wins in basketball. Cause just because this guy is winning in this system, because they're sitting there following the 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 scouting reports to a T and they're actually paying attention to all the minute details, just because they're winning games in college, that doesn't transfer over to the NBA at no. all. Winning does not. Jimmerford Fredette did not win a whole lot in the, in, in the in, in NCAA at BYU. They got bounced in the second round of the tournament. But it's about individual production because unlike football, basketball, one person can take over a whole game and make a huge difference. And football, it doesn't. It literally can't work that way because it's so much of a team game. No matter how great of a quarterback you are, if your O line sucks, you're not going to have a great day. No matter how great of a running back you are, if your O-line sucks, you're not going to have a great day. As a receiver, if your QB sucks, not going to have a great day. Defense is a little better, but look, if your team gets torched for 60 points and you play in that secondary, that doesn't look good on you either. Yeah, very valid points. That's why I sit there and I agree with Jamal on it's a lot easier in basketball. We see LeBron taking, what is it, the 2006 Cavaliers, just to put it in broad spectrum, yeah. versus Tom Brady on freaking Michigan getting railed, right? Or even Johnny Menzel. And we, and we love to throw and out that Tom Brady conversation. Look at that recruiting class that Duke had. And look at that recruiting class that Alabama had. It did not translate translate into wins in their respective divisions. They both sat there and they went to the tournament and they lost. Why? Because, well, because that's sports. And sports, what do we always say? Anybody can beat anybody one time. One time. And that's what the tournament is. That's why we love March Madness, because you only got to beat somebody one time. If Alabama plays the rest of the, of the college football round 99 times, they would win. On a down year, it would be 97. But guess what? Alabama not invincible, as we've seen over the years. And because football is the same as the tournament, 
you only got to beat them once. Sure, got to beat them. That's all it takes is just one. Ohio State's beat them over the last few years. Clemson has beat them. It, you only got to do it once. That's the name of the game. College basketball, same way. It doesn't matter. You could be the most overmatched thing, but basketball is just there are some days where the ball refuses to go in the basket, and there are days where you can't miss. Run up against the wrong team on the right day, you're screwed. Okay. That's- okay. And just just because I want to throw this in here. With Alabama, though, this is why it matters. In the past 10 years, they've won five of the 10. So they're counting they're counted for 50% of the national title wins. Hey, look, I didn't say but the, but easy. The cannot, but the same cannot be said for college basketball. Because look, because look at Duke. Duke, Duke, Kansas, and Kentucky sit there and consistently have the best recruiting classes. And tell me that they've won half of the championships in, in their respective leagues. Well, basketball is also not football in the case of – and football, more often than not, the better team wins. Right. The better, more physical, better system team, Some they just win more often than not. And sometimes teams get caught on bad days and guys have bad days, i.e. Aaron Rodgers in week one. Is Aaron Rodgers – ever going to play a game like that ever again? Mm. No. Probably not. More than likely not. Probably. And you know what? No matter who you are, no matter how great you are, everybody has that day where things just don't go right, where nothing goes your way. Well, all I'm going to say is Alabama doesn't have bad days, man. (laughs) I I mean, there was a bad day the first time they ran into Trevor Lawrence. There was a bad day um, at Ohio State that year. Everybody... Everyone has bad days. They don't have many. Bama doesn't have many now. We'll say that. They don't have many. But everybody got their day. Everybody has their day. Okay. So, y'all, we've we've come to another crossroad in the show where we're about to lighten things up. You know, that HBCU thing is a big, hard topic, especially over the last few years. But we got something even lighter for y'all because we love to entertain. And Jeff is going to sing something for us because I know we can't resist. Right now, we're going to talk about our favorite quote from a top 10 show of all time. I don't care about your feelings because this is an absolute undisputed fact like water is wet and air is air. We're quoting SpongeBob today because I just like SpongeBob and I can do that. So, Lance, you know, you, you watch cartoons back in the day. G- give, me, give me one of your favorite SpongeBob quotes. The Krusty Krab pizza is the best pizza ever, you and me. The Krusty Krab. Yeah. Oh, man. I appreciate the harmonic solo, Brother Lance. Oh, oh yeah. We, we love it. Sounded like your grandmama in church. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I got, a, I got one for you myself. The best time to wear a striped sweater. Sweater. Okay, okay, okay. Jeff has quoted that song so many times since I've known him. It is unreal. Hey, man, all I'm gonna say is stripes. Hey, look, look, it's hoodie season coming in, but instead of a hoodie, I'm gonna be in a what? Striped sweater, baby. (laughs) I'm a sweater man myself because we all know Jamal don't like to dress up, but when I do. 
I'll throw on a sweater because it's easier. It feels like a long sleeve shirt, and I don't have to iron them most of the time. Yep, that is. Mm. Another funny one. Uh, hey, Patrick, you want to know what's funnier than 24? <laughs> 25. 25. <laughs> that was oh, that was a killer. That's something we all plan to do on our 25th birthday. But it failed. It, it fell through. It, it it all fell through. I can't forget one of my favorite scenes and my favorite quotes of one of the of one of my favorite episodes when they were in practice for the band to go to the bubble bowl. <laughs> and they asked, "Are there any more questions?" Yes, Patrick. Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> like who be asking? You know those. Those quotes are awesome. I'll never forget uh, forget SpongeBob. Just the amount of drugs you have to be on to think of a show like SpongeBob. I I don't want to hear. Oh, they're just oh, creative. On the lid. On the lid. No, 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 no. Well, maybe we sound so bad if some people try <laughs> to play big, big, meaty. What did you say? <laughs> Big meaty claw. <laughs> well, well, these claws ain't just for attracting mates. <laughs> <laughs> they was really scrapping. Over, over the dumbest insult. How is big meaty claws? No, it's big meaty claws. It's <laughs> <laughs> a way. Like, as, yep. a, as a man, I get insulted by big, meaty claws. What you talking about? <laughs> and we, we can't forget what Sandy did to Patrick with the trombone. <laughs> she <laughs> he kicked her. And he took her outside. She put the trombone <laughs> through his neck. He sat down. <laughs> now, the Alaskan bullworm is what I thought she was going to talk about when she sat <laughs> on the worm. Hey, it's Hello, it's Look, this is my world's smallest violin. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Alaskan bow. It's an Alaskan bow. F is for friends who do stuff together. Yeah, that one's that one's top tier. Uh, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy how much of that is inserted into my daily like dialogue. And the thing is, with people who had schedules like us, we legit couldn't watch SpongeBob daily. Mm -hmm. we, we, we've been in Little League practice since we were probably seven years old. We, yeah. we didn't have time to watch cartoons on a daily, daily basis like we probably wanted to. But when SpongeBob came on, everything was on cease and desist. All of it. The Campfire Song song. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. That's the song I was trying to come up with. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. If you don't think that we can sing it faster than you're wrong, but it'll help if you just sing along. And Squidward got jumped oh, so many man. times. No, um, uh, what was it? How many times do we have to tell you, old man? <laughs> um, the hash slinging slasher. What is it? The hash slinging, the trash singing, the hash singing. <laughs> the hash slinging slasher. 
I wombo, you wombo, you we wombo. Why is the <laughs> the study of wombology? This is simple stuff, SpongeBob. We all we all have a friend like Patrick, and for some reason you have not fought yet, and it's amazing that you have it. Hey, y'all want to know something? My friend, his name is Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't deny these facts. Exactly. I have a, fr- I have a friend named Jamal I want to fight too. <laughs> Man, uh, what was the um the lid? Patrick, the lid, 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 stop. Warm, warmer, warmer, you're burning up fire. Oh, oh. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Big Brother oh, Eugene is one of the founding members of Broke Five Broke, in case you don't know. <laughs> Big Brother you Eugene. Big Brother Eugene has never been caught lacking. <laughs> Except the one time he left the money in his mattress. Hey, he had too much money in that mattress. I ain't gonna lie. Look, man. Oh, Panty Reed. I forgot about that one. Do you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Do you uh, feel it, Mr. Krabs? It, uh, <laughs> oh, you, I'm feeling it, boy. Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Oh, I feel it. I and, you know, it. and you know what? The SpongeBob movie. When it first hit theaters when we were kids, we might have been in third grade. The SpongeBob movie was one of the biggest events in the world. And make like, history. Like it did not make sense. The SpongeBob movie is so is the reason that the Simpsons only have one movie. Oh yeah, because it clear coat outshined them. I have two words. Are you a goofy goober? Oh, good one. (laughs) Yeah. They were were the original chocolate wasted because they were ice cream drunk at Goofy Goober. And no one had a word. No one, no one said it. No one said a word. No one was wait, tell me what was the one with chocolate? He was like, boys, I can't believe I found you, or I got my hands on you. Chocolate. Yeah, they say I wanted chocolate. 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 And now that I've been chasing you boys down all day, I'd like to buy all your chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that and man then, was sweet. And then Patrick shitted out like 40 bars of chocolate in a Hershey kiss. Like, oh. So that's how we're doing. See, they, they don't get, we couldn't get away with having a kid's show like that anymore. After Panty yeah. Raid, they'd be taken off the air. Panty Raid. <laughs> We're talking about girls. Girl girls and their undergarments. And then how did he not realize his mom's house when he sees it? That's really a great question. Because it's like, how do you break it? How do you not recognize the outside? How do you not recognize the street? How do you not recognize like anything on the house? Any of the cars? And then not only then, you bust up in their room and you don't recognize your own mom's room. 
How you how you not know these things? Like, have you never been there or something? I don't. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your favorite SpongeBob quote, scene, part, whatever special. It does not matter. Let us know on the Twitterverse, on the Instagram, on the Facebook, on the TikTok, whichever social media you follow us on. Make sure you give us a comment because we want to know. And if you have an answer to the K theory, please let me know so I can shut you down just like I do everyone else when I bring it up. So we have one more segment just for y'all's entertainment because we're keeping it light for the rest of the show, but we may ruffle some feathers. So I want to know, y'all, if you could make one show or movie disappear, it never existed, which one would you choose? Uh, Lance, you go first. All right. The Notebook. Wow. What the flying flip was the point of that movie? The Notebook was nothing but bull. It was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And all it was about was a man writing to a woman. That is it. Now, before I piss our female listeners off, I want to say I've seen a good chunk of chick flicks in my day. And a lot of them are good movies. I, I, I don't like to admit it, but a lot of them are good movies. The Notebook, however, is not one of them. Why? I don't care. Write a letter? Do I look like Benjamin Franklin to you? Why am I writing letters? And then I ride a horse on the letter. And then, oh my gosh, I saved her. Like, come on now. I didn't see chick flicks. They could have done better. Notebook, it got to go. For all the women out there that forced your boyfriend to watch The Notebook, you are evil. Evil. You are you are mean. And I'm not going to say on this show what you deserve to give your boyfriend after that, but uh, he deserved a little something, something. Jeff, uh, Jeff, where where are you at with this shit never? A little irrelevant. Shang Chai or Shang Chi, however you pronounce it, it can be deleted and exiled out of all. You, you, you. first Marvel movie I've ever saw. What are you talking about? That movie was fire. Bro, this man was slinging rings like he was Sonic or something out there, bro. Like, it was terrible. It's almost almost like he was trained from birth to do this. Yeah, but he wasn't gangster with it. Like, I expected a lot more action, and the action that was there was subpar. Subpar kung fu fighting. Please, like, if we can sit there and get Bruce Lee to summon him back to life, he would be so disappointed because the kung fu moves that they were using were basic as hell. As hell. Jeff, Jeff, I'm just gonna call. I'm just gonna go ahead and call you racist. Hated it. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, you racist. <laughs> I will say something. I will say something, but we're on a syndicated show. So I'm gonna keep it peachy. But I'm not a racist though. I just don't like bad movies. And Shang-Chi, you, terrible. That that movie was fire. Um, I respect. I respect superhero movies where dudes just throw hands. Like he had no special powers. He didn't have any special ability. He didn't even have a million dollar mega suit. Tell me the plot. He had no, no, he no. Had no. D- he had these. Could you tell me the plot? Could you tell me the plot? Aside, but beside the see, I I was riding with it when it was like, oh, he was a train killer. His daddy was a gangster. Cool, but tell me the plot behind Shang Chi. His dad started hearing voices from beyond the north. 
his dad comes to was it Fowlin or what is it? I can I couldn't tell you. I can remember that. Whatever little shadow realm they went to, they go to this little realm and then they have this fight and they unleash this mystical dragon type beast that comes out. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was like Kung Fu Godzilla. That's what it was. Shang Chi versus Godzilla would have been a better caption. Look like now I'm not gonna lie, it did look like a big ass Pokemon that just randomly rose out of the water. But the point the point of it is it's still a good movie. He was throwing hands, and the dude from Doctor Strange randomly popped up out of nowhere and ran like he always does. He just popped up and said, Yeah, you finna come with me because we got some questions. And Doctor Strange didn't know what it is. So it was a great movie. You tripping. He can throw hands. He can go hand-to-hand with any character in the Marvel Universe. Yes, he can. Why did you just hype that up? He can... Because he's literally the best martial artist in all of Marvel. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I I plan on seeing it real soon. I'm waiting on it to come on Disney+. Plus. But from what I hear, I hear Jeff is a hater. But at the same time, I understand if it didn't have no depth to it, but most martial art movies wouldn't have depth to them. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Kung Fu Hustle has no depth. <laughs> it is straight. It, 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 it's straight violence and fighting. That but is it. it wasn't violence. There was no violence. You know I'm for the violence of hands. I played on the D-line, boy. I'm all for the pulls, grabs, and the takes, and the whips. But guess what? This dude wasn't doing anything spectacular. Tell me the fighting scenes were worthwhile. You because tell he was, he's not in the group. The fighting he, scenes were worthwhile. I've seen better fight scenes from Batman. Because Batman doesn't know forty. Batman don't know forty different styles example. of martial arts. That wasn't a good example. That wasn't a good example. But either way it goes, there's better fight scenes in a Marvel Marvel universe. Matter of fact, T'Challa versus versus uh, what's his name? Versus Killmonger. 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 Versus Killmonger versus the uh, what's the ape dude? The the guy who's the king of the apes that he ended up beating. The big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Him. The I'm big- not comparing. I'm not comparing the movie to Black Panther. But if you look and say that movie's not an eight out of ten, you just a hater. God. It's you a six. A- it's a six out of ten at best. You're it's a hater. It's you're, you're one of those people that liked Iron Man 3. Yeah, and Iron Man 3 was horrible. You're one of those people that liked Iron Man 3, aren't you? And if I did? Exactly. And if, uh, I did. and if you did, shut up. Yeah, uh, it, it, Iron Man 3 was so horrible. The only thing that, that was make- that, that almost made it in my category. What makes us like Iron Man is because he is Batman, but the opposite. They have the same origin story. Batman just became a cry, a crying kid with daddy issues. And Tony Stark said, all right, let's fuck bitches and get this money, though. Yep. I'll be like such a coach whenever I say, yeah, kids got daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> But Batman does have daddy issues, and so does Tony Stark. Oh, oh yeah, they got big dad issues. His father died. He didn't have a dad to have issues with. He saw his father get shot in front of him. That's enough. You know, that daddy issues, Nick. That 
that's trauma. That's that's a difference between daddy issues. Daddy issues is when your father exists, but but he doesn't want to be a part of your life. Well, he's not a part of his life anymore. Exactly, and that's trauma. So that's enough to have daddy issues. That is more than enough. If and Tony, you can't have issues with someone that's not there. <laughs> someone not being there can be the issue. Yeah. I, 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 yes. Ah. Them not being there is the issue. Okay. I mean, the thing is this, he doesn't have the option. Most people was, have fathers. Like daddy issues is all American. That's daddy issues, right? <laughs> and what hold on, hold on. All American. What happened to his dad? I forget what happened. Oh, he's dead. He dead. Thanks for ruining it for me, Jamal. Thank you, because I, I'm at the part where his dad left again. First of all, that's season two. We're on season four. This is your fault. <laughs> you read that, me. You that's read. not like if you if you're in the middle of watching The Wire or you're watching Friday Night Lights right now, if someone ruins it, that's your problem. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, man, but it's just been, I'm not going to lie. All American is just it be coming in bits and pieces. It be coming slow. And then all that drama with his girlfriend. I'm like, eh, I really don't care. Like, when are we going to get back to the football season? It never. I really don't. But I will say, from the get-go, I've been saying Spencer chose the wrong girl because Coach's daughter is fine. And, yeah, she she could get this All-American all day. That's that's different. So for a different day. Whoa, 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 whoa. This All-American. Judy, Judy, Judy. Tell her. Tell her. She know. You know what, Judy? See, I'll be on your side. It'd be Jamal being Jamal. Look, let Zendaya walk through this door, and it's going to be Oakland, baby. We going to the Bay. It wasn't Zendaya, but I'll let you slide. That was actually very, like, that was very. <laughs> I know that's not I don't know the word the for it, but that was, that's the word. There's a word for that. The word, my friend. Is ignorant. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go. There you go. Embrace it. Be one ignorant. The show ain't named this for no reason. And speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the show. How's it feel, fellas? Man, it feels great. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. A lot of wrong <laughs> off your chest, but you did. And 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 to to let it be to let it be known. I always go on a gamble and I feel like I'm we're our defense is living up to that, right? But we are currently in the top 15. Y'all's defense will be solid. Your secondary is suspect outside of Diggs. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. No, no, no. You know what's crazy? And it's never been like this in all the years in the Cowboys. I'm not worried about our secondary. Our secondary actually plays well and creates turnovers. You know who, you know what, you know what core group is, 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 is everybody's pointing a finger at and no one knows what's going on at? Guess what? Yeah. Our D line is hurt, so they have they have a legit excuse. But guess who doesn't have an excuse? That linebacker, the Wolf court. Hunter, nah, the Wolf no. Hunter, the linebacker core between Parsons and Michael Parsons. I mean, they're giving them that slight edge of sitting there, like we're giving them the uh, what is it called? We're giving them a safe goal out, being that he's playing at defensive end. But him playing at linebacker, come on now. He was out there getting a little – he was he was out there getting dead. And Jalen is not playing up to what he's supposed to be playing up to. Banderesh, I don't even know what's going on. 
The best linebacker right now is Keanu Neal, and he used to play safety. That's not my issue. That's a different story for a different day. So, Mr. Duval himself, give the people your final thoughts. Man, great show today. Can't believe it. We're at the end of the show already. Uh, I feel like we just started. You know, Duval till I die. Uh, I ain't got nothing really to say on, on top of that because uh, we down bad right now. Yeah, he got front row seats. That's real dedication. I mean, front row seats to the Jags ain't but $30, so we, we're not going to act like that's an accomplishment. Jeff, final thoughts to the people real quick. Man, I appreciate y'all as always to my Cowboys fans. We're going to stick this thing out two and one. Cowboy up. No, get a better saying because that sounds horrible. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for listening to the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live from multiple undisclosed locations whenever the hell I feel like it at this point. So like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. Bolt up. Bolt gang don't do You know what it is. University. Here we out. See, Jeff, you see how much better that sounds? Bolt up, cowboy up. You have too many syllables.